Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and try to soothely talk to you about... No, I can't do that either. Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. Tonight I'm being joined by, uh, by well, I keep saying favorites, but I really just, I love everybody. Even when I'm an asshole, I still love everybody. Being joined tonight by uh, Damoc, who's come back for some more punishment. How you doing tonight, man? Oh, not too bad. How about you? I'm feeling really good, man. I got some rum, did a little pre-graining. Feeling a good night. There you go. It's not too bad. I'm just uh, chilling, bullshitting. And we've got uh, in the same room, I'm looking through the same feed, same mic, so we're going to say two hosts, one mic. Yeah, picture that in your head. <laughs> we've got uh, D from Microbrew Gamers and Zyber of Zyber Games. How you guys doing today, man? Uh, doing pretty good. I mean, at least it's not a cup. It looks kind of like a cup. Well, it looks more like a phallus than a cup. This is not a double-ended mic. <laughs> I I got the worst image in my head now. Um, really, it's no matter which way I stick that, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> Either way, you're getting a tip. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad taste in my mouth. Well, speaking of taste in our mouth, let's go over the most important thing that we got to go over every single night. What is everybody drinking? So, let's go straight down the line. Damoc, what are you drinking, man? Uh, my box. M-A-I box. It's, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it badly. Helly's, Helly's box lager by Devil's Backbone. Not too bad. Uh, I'm not going to drink the, uh, <laughs> the vodka tonight. I got a little sloppy in the last couple episodes, so just beer tonight. And you also ate dinner prior to joining us this evening, so you've got something in your stomach to absorb said alcohol. Uh, yeah, I made that mistake the last couple of times. Well, good, good. I'm glad you're. Uh, I'm glad you're. Tell us about. Okay, so I'm interested. What does that taste like? I mean, you just you showed us a really cool bottle. It's got like a cool like whatever thing on the front of it. What, what's it taste like? What's it like, man? I don't know. It's not quite an IPA, <laughs> and it's not like any other Bach that I've had. It's got a really good taste to it, um, almost like a gold leaf type lager, but it has a little bit more punch to it. It doesn't have that nasty wheat flavor. I don't like wheat, so it's kind of hard to describe. I'll bring some with me. All right. Any, any like any uh, like tones to it? Citrusy, rosy, I don't know, oregano-y, anything? I eat a lot of pizza, so... <laughs> I, I I can't tell you. <laughs> All right, fair enough. D, what are you drinking, man? You said you were having something good tonight. Actually, Zyber and I are drinking yeah. the same thing. It's a, a beer. It's an IPA from the Berkshire Brewing Company called In Hop Nito, American IPA. And I think it's delicious. It is. It's nice, easy. It's a light IPA. I mean, it has this cool graphic of like a a spy dude with a hop beard. Well, that goes along with the in hop nito. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. It's also got uh, the alcohol is six point two percent, so it's it's a good a good size. I haven't seen the IBUs on it, but it tastes sweeter. It tastes it's yeah. got hints of pineapple, citrus, and um, cantaloupe, and it's actually delicious. Yeah, it is. It's pretty damn good for. Uh, 
being a fruity beer. It's I, I was going to put that as fruity. fruity. I was definitely going to say yeah. that sounds like a really fruity style beer, and I'm, I mean, I, I kind of like the fruitiness with IPAs, but yeah. uh, that sounds like a lot. It absolutely works. I it, mean, it has that grapefruit taste. Then uh, you pick up on uh, slight notes of the uh, other fruit. Uh, main thing that I'm sa- tasting, other than the uh, grapefruit, is cantaloupe. Nice. So that, um, I mean, that being a fruity beer, I mean, that fruity style there, would you have that during dinner or would you save that for a dessert or, I mean, would that be a wake-up beer? Um, this is definitely a wake-up, go take a shower and drink it in the shower kind of beer. Oh, man, I love a beer in a shower. Shower beer. For me, this is a beer, tasting this, now, this is a beer I could drink any time, any time of the day. This is awesome. Damn, now I want to try that. In I mean, I, I know my my taste in beer are a little bit off from your guys, but man, I absolutely love this thing. It's it's. I think this is one of my. I mostly I'm not really usually like that much of an IPA guy, but I think this is like my new favorite beer, including a better than some of the Hefeweizens I've had. Yeah, now that's strong words, man, because you really like your Hefeweizens. I do. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. Now it's not going to beat the German, the true traditional German Hefeweizens over there. But any of the American ones I've had over here, there's beats. Damn, I gotta I'm try like, it now because I mean I'm, I'm, like I'm uh, you know I me, know. I love I, IPAs. The uh, Hefeweizen that we had from Madison in Vermont, Bennington. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that is a, that's a tough call. I, I think I might have to try another one of those again. That is a tough call. You're right. That was a very good one, but still, I mean, this is. I want more. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to buy another bit of these. Well, damn! I have to send you up some money, and you got, dude. You guys got to hook me up with. Um, I'll send. I'll, I'll. I'll PayPal whoever wants it. What I don't care. But you guys got to send me down. You guys got to pick me up and send me down some of that uh, stuff from the Saratoga Brewery. Uh, the oh, one that's yeah. got the yeah. the um, Death Wish coffee in it. That they make it with Death right. Wish coffee. Yeah, the one that we were talking about a few episodes ago. Yeah. Like, I, was it or yeah. was it last episode i think it was last episode I can't remember. but i need i need a few of those and i need some of those uh in in hop needles so by the end of the night tonight right. i will be paypaling one of you two to send me down some stuff well All i right. myself i am drinking rum mostly because i played a really really fun game of sea of thieves last night so i want to i want to kick it like a pirate because i want to slip into some more sea of thieves tonight i am drinking a rum it is actually it's ironically I'm usually eating, or uh, eating. I'm usually drinking the uh, clear, the the darker rums, and this one's a clear rum, which surprisingly tastes really, really good. Uh, it is. It's a Caribbean rum, which is nice. It's a Blue Chair Bay Premium Rum, white rum, forty percent by volume. It's it's got actually a nice kind of sapphire opaque bottle. Um, it's kind of hard to see there, but it's got uh, a nice bluish sapphire tint to it. It is very easy to drink. It's a very non-offensive rum, and it's prob it's probably something that I will drink throughout the night. I'll probably I mean I this this was full when I started, as you can see, it's a little over halfway down here. Um, it's just a really easy rum to drink. It's super super easy. It's I wouldn't say it's smooth. It's got a bit of a bite to it, but it's not like overly spiced. You get a lot of good flavor from the rum. You get a lot of the sweetness 
In fact, just as I'm talking right now, I'm getting a lot of that sweetness around the sides of my tongue and the back of my mouth just from talking. It's, uh, it's nice, though. It mixes very, very well. It's not that good straight, but, I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 it's bargain rum. I mean, it definitely wasn't expensive. But it's got a nice bottle, and it's got a decent flavor. It's pretty smooth when you mix it, so... I would definitely recommend this for anybody who's just looking for just a nice, easy rum to drink. Something that's got a nice, good rum flavor, but isn't like overpowering, like it isn't overpoweringly spicy or anything like that. I would definitely recommend it on that. And this would probably mix well with most of your average mixers, Coke, Sprite, uh, ginger ale even. So I would say, I would say hit it up. Blue Chair Bay, uh, you guys did, you guys did pretty good. All right, next segment we have here, State of Games. Uh, State of Games, in case uh, it's the first time listening to the show, State of Games is kind of where we talk about what we've played throughout the week, and we give kind of any thoughts or, or feelings on the way games are today. Uh, usually we're just talking about what we played, not really much unless there's a good article that was out there. But State of Games is just how we personally feel about what it is. Pretty much this whole show is personally how we feel. So if you're really looking for a true, like, dead on balls accurate information this is the wrong place to be if you want to hear a bunch of drunk people ramble on about some shit you found the place so let's go around the room d let's start with you man what's your state of games well i've actually been picking up some uh old school lately i've been picking up some more old school uh my bro zyber here actually got me a little uh present that i, I want to chat i want to play again on the NES, a complete Mad Max. On the NES? Yes. Are you shitting me? It's right here. Holy hell. Dude, I haven't played that game. Oh, my God. Probably and two course, decades. I've got the uh, TurboGrafx-16, so he found me uh, Keith Courage, which is the game that originally came with it. And it was always, I actually love it. I always thought it was a really fun game. All right, tell me about Keith Courage. I honestly don't know that one, but TurboGrafx-16 is not my forte. It's it's almost like it almost seems like it's two games in one, which is kind of what people think is kind of the downside of it. First part is like you get into um, you're the character Keithy's got his like little sword. You go around, you know, whacking enemies, you know, picking up the money, and then getting um, you know power ups and improvements. And then you go and you get to the end of the level, and then the next level is basically you and your mech. It's pretty much like a mech, and then it's a lot faster. And the uh, enemies get a little bit more elaborate, so it it, it kind of goes back and forth between those, but it's it's a fun like a little platformer. Damn, nice. Well, dude, speaking of mech, um, not to get too trailed off here. Granted, I have been pre-graining a lot tonight. <laughs> um, did you guys see that they're re-releasing BattleTech? I did not. Dude, they wow. are re-releasing BattleTech, and it's nice. the old-school style BattleTech, but brought into modern day. It mm. looks really, really hot. Nice. I'm, I'm going to look forward to that. I also yeah. picked up something on the uh, 3DO. Hit me. And this is something I, I got. It, it, it's mediocre, but I got it mostly for for the wife to play because she's a fan of um, Sailor Moon. It's a pretty soldier Sailor Moon. It's actually a fighting game with the Sailor Moon characters. Dude, they will make a fighting game out of anything. Oh, I know. They will. (laughs) 
But my no. wife's a big fan of Sailor Moon, so I thought it'd be a cool thing to, uh, to try it out, test it out. It working so far, so I thought I'd have her uh, try it out. Oh God! Oh God! I just, for some odd reason, pictured your wife in Sailor Moon costume. It's horrible. Excellent. Oh well, God, it's not no! Horrible, you fucker. No, no, dude, it's your wife. No, yeah, I no. <laughs> no, no, I gotta, I gotta think of like puppies with collars or something, like spiky collars. And or puppies with Sailor Moon costumes? No! God damn it, dude! It's not helping. Want some hash browns? Yes. <laughs> Miss Gretchen in Sailor Moon costume? Miss Gretchen? Who the hell's Miss Gretchen? Mimin Francis? French... No, the French teacher. From back in the day, Salem. Alright. I'm cured. Let's move on. I think I forgot the rest of my state of games. <laughs> all right i'm 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 going through Griffin. that's what it was i'm going through permanent brain wipe procedures right now i'm i'm about to forget who i was um r r more rum i don't know if i no i probably talked about this in another episode like a while ago i found bushido blade on the playstation yep. you did we actually had a very uh very lengthy conversation of bushido blade because that game is fucking fun it is. I remember playing it with you so many times back in the day. So I was like, I gotta pick this up. Dude, and like when you play it, to get the proper ending, you actually have to follow the Bushido code, which means you can't strike somebody on the ground, you can't strike somebody in the back, all this other bullshit. And if you accidentally, like you're doing just a multi-swipe on them, and they happen to fall to the ground and you hit them one on the ground, you broke the Bushido code and you fail. Like, or if they turn around to run away. Exactly. That was such a pain in the butt to try to do. Yeah, because once you start that action, you're swinging, whether you want it to or not. But man, when you could equip the Odashi and you could freaking tag them from forever away. <laughs> that was a great That was a great game, man. I loved playing that with you. Always get the sneaky hits, or I'd try to run away when both arms got tagged. <laughs> run away! Yeah, and then you'd like tag a leg and you'd see him limping away. God, it reminded Dragging. me of that old game. You remember uh, Time... Was it not, not Time Crisis? Time Killers. Yes. Yes. Dude. Yes. It was a fighting game where you literally could lat hack limbs off. It was so bloody and gory. I, I want in the that. Arcades. Yeah, I want that game on some sort of system that I can play because that game was stupid fun. And it, remember the guy with the uh, the knight, like King Arthur or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Zyber, you remember when we were at Great Mistake and I freaking yes. one hit yes. chopped your head off? Yep. Absolutely. That was amazing. <laughs> You're not this. <laughs> You might find it for emulator, but you won't find it on home system. You're going to have to find the true thing. You're going to have to find an arcade tablet. No, they cabinet. they released it on a gaming system. I don't remember which one it was, but they released it on a gaming system. Yeah, but system. I think they took out most of the gore, though. Yeah, it was like Mortal Kombat. You pop in a code, and it came back. Ah. Well, come on, come on. I just I just want to you know have Cecil actually pick up the arcade so we can show up to his house and play the arcade. <laughs> Dude, if <laughs> I could find that things. if I could find that cabinet, you're damn straight. That would be hooked up in my room. That was a fun ass game. <laughs> God damn it was. You know where they actually had where I first played that? I think it was um they had it in um when I went to visit my grandparents or when I'd go, you know, I'd went every summer basically, you could see them for a little bit. They'd go over to Duchess to get a bunch of burgers or you know, the breakfast sandwiches, and there was that cabinet right there. And I'd go right to it, pop some quarters in and start hacking slashing. Dude, great mistake was the first time I played that game. And I remember yeah. the first time I walked up there was some some big burly dude playing 
And he, he just, he was always there. So I walked up, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this. I walked up, popped my quarters in, and I think I was the blade looking dude with the lightsaber. And I walked up like, yeah, I'm going to hack this dude up. And next thing I know, like we start, he's this samurai dude. He just lunges forward, chops off both my arms and my head in like, like two seconds. I literally stop, look at it and go, well, I got to defend against that. Literally, the next match, he does the exact same thing, and I went, all right, I'm done with this game, and I walked away. <laughs> I think there was also a barbarian in it, wasn't it? There was a barbarian? Yeah, because he used to like playing as a barbarian. I think there was a uh, there was a caveman as well. There was an alien. There was a chick with uh, like laser beams on her arm or something. Man, that was, that was some fun memories. God. Everybody made such a big to do of of uh, you know oh one of the Mortal Kombat shot blood and then Time Killers was like hold my beer <laughs> yeah it literally was actually did Time Killers come out after Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. it did mm-hmm. shit I could have swore it came out before I think we might have to look that one up because I'm pretty sure it came in afterwards but I I could be wrong I'm gonna believe you I'm gonna say it came in afterwards well let's uh, for sake of time here. Daymok, what's your state of games, man? Well, what you been up to? How do you feel things are? Uh, not too bad. I haven't really been playing too much. I got a little game dev tycoon. It's a nice little game where you pretend that you're a, a game dev and you develop shit. It's a lot of fun. It's an older game. Um, I got suckered into playing probably the worst game that you can actually play. And sadly, it has taken up most of my day and most of my time at work. I play Pokemon Go. (laughs) I did the pay-to-win option, and I bought the little button. And yeah, I do a lot of that. That little button isn't that expensive. It was like, what, 19 bucks? Like 19 bucks. It's totally pay-to-win, though. Like, I just... I click the little button when it vibrates, and yeah, I've been playing less than seven days, and I'm almost level 13. Oh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I bought the button before you did, and honestly, it's great because you drive to work and you just hold the button in your hand. It's like Pavlov's dog. It vibrates, click. It vibrates again, click. Vibrates again, I don't want to hear that. I go, I drive to work, and I click this thing, and I counted one day 26 times on my my drive to work. I only caught four Pokemon the entire time. I have, you got to just, like, start driving to my house and then taking my path to work because I think I'm well over 50% every single drive to work. Today I was 13 for 17, or 13 for 19, or something like that. God damn, I wish. No, once I get here, the only good news is... At my house, they just spawn over and over. I have to disable this little thing, like it's disabled right now, because it will vibrate all damn night. I wish. I have nothing here. Other than that, I've played a little bit of your crotch. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That could be a very interesting time. You mean her crotch. Up there before. <laughs> yeah, about to say, suddenly it disappears. Honey, have you seen my Pokemon Go button? No. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, she starts running around the block constantly. Hey, you know what? I got her her own, so... 
Nothing says loving like the power of two. Yeah. Yeah. But no, other than that, I played Sea of Thieves the other night, and it's been a while since I've played, since I forgot my Xbox subscription for free was going to expire, and I renewed it for a month, jumped on Sea of Thieves, and I had a blast. It's been a while since I played. There's no new content, but what happened that night was phenomenal, and I really have to play it again with some people. That Sea of Thieves is... It's it's really really fun when you can get along with some people and you can get going on it, um, especially with what happened to us because we went out we went out on a uh, on a little run, grabbed some chests, went and turned them in, and then we went to a fort, and we spent a good time at this fort. I think we spent about an hour and a half at this fort taking it down, and we fended off several ships that came up, came in to try to take us out, and literally after we took out the fort. We opened up this key. We started pulling stuff out. Then all of a sudden, the one guy we had left on the ship started screaming, there's galleons coming in. They're close. And I'm sitting there like the asshole going, well, what's close? Well, they're close. I don't know what close is. They're close. So I finally get back to the ship. I look over, and I see that they're, this galleon is probably about maybe 10 or 12 ship lengths away. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, he's pretty close. So we take off with a hull full of treasure. I mean, expensive treasure, not like the little tiddlywink stuff. Like, we, we took out a fort. We take off, and what was it, two galleons were in chase? So we literally went all the way across the map, then we went totally south, then we started banking around, and we tried to jump off at one of the outposts, like do a drive-by where we jumped off and then ran in and turned our stuff in. But they saw what we were doing, so they actually launched in their cannons over the three of us that... I think there was two... Did all three of us get off or two of us get off? Three of you jumped off. So three of us jumped off. One of us was able to turn in a chest. I was not able to turn in the damn skull. And of course it was the, 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 uh, the fort skull, which was the most expensive. So I wasn't... I literally was... I, a nut hair away from turning it in and they killed me right outside the door. So they picked it up and turned it in. And I'm like, fuck damn pirates. Uh, but then we ended up getting back onto the boat. Hypocrite. That may be the point of the game. <laughs> Touche. So then we got back on the boat and we literally let them chase us around for the next 30 minutes until they finally gave up and realized that we weren't going to stop running. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. After you guys all jumped off to try and run in the gold, I was just trying to steal the ship away, and one went after you guys, the other ship came after me, and rammed us, they ended up boarding us, but nothing. It was a really good time. That was a lot of fun. The four of us running while two galleons with full crews chasing after us. I gotta give it to Sea of Thieves. I've not had that much fun in the game yet. That I want to do again and again and again. It was super entertaining, especially when, uh, especially when we all jumped off, and then of course I died, and I get back to the boat, and I'm running around the boat because the boat is now sinking because we just because because I say we, Damoc just ran into people. <laughs> I'm running around, I'm trying to fix things up, and I run downstairs, and I'm in the third part of the hall, the third deck of the hall, and I look, and all of a sudden there's this guy standing there. I'm like. That's not one of our crew. So I run up to him. I put my blunderbuss basically on his nutsack and pull the trigger. He vaporizes. I'm like, huh. Hey, 
we're still sinking. Our ship looked like it had literally gone through hell. Like, literally found a vortex, went through hell. The doom guy was right there nuking shit next to us. And we just made our way through and then made our way out of hell to wherever the outpost was. It was a lot of fun. I hit that dude with a sniper rifle with no scope. He just startled me and I just fired, killed him. We killed what the, uh, oh man, we had these douchebags come up and try and like sink our ship during the sixth or seventh wave when we were fighting off the skeletons. They couldn't do it. We just wrecked them again and again and again. And they finally gave up and took off. Yeah, I saw them in the afterworld and I told them, I'm like, hey guys, you can either work with us and we can take down this fort and split some cash here, or you can keep attacking us and we'll keep wrecking you. Your choice is just going to take us longer now. And they ended up going away. Good fucking time. Well, my state of games on this one is uh, actually pretty simple. Been playing a bunch of Sea of Thieves with Daymok. Um, jumped in a little bit of Wildlands. And I've been playing some Pokemon Go. Um, I think that's actually it. There was a game that I was playing earlier this week, but I was really drunk when playing it, so I don't remember what it was. But anywho, Zyber, what's your state of games, man? Oh, man. You had to ask. I've been playing a ton of stuff. The last few days, I've, or the last two days, I've been playing a shit ton of stuff. And as as some might know, that's because I went to PAX. Do tell. Um, yeah, there's there's just there's so much, but I'm only gonna pick a few things. Uh, one game that Cecil and I enjoy, which is Guns of Icarus. They are having a PS4 launch um, coming up, and that is on. May 1st, it is coming to the PS4. They had a nice little demo of it on the PS4 and uh, comparison to the PC, so you could hop to either or and see how uh, how it differs between PC and PS4. They also had some swag. They had buttons. They had some uh, cards. And on the cards, uh, it'll have the name of the, the ship, and its abilities. So I snagged all the ship cards. Nice. So like if I'm I'm playing, it's like, oh hey, uh I have the uh magnet. Um it has a nice firepower and it has a uh, nice maneuvering. Awesome. I'm gonna choose that ship. <laughs> Bitchin, well did you get to play it or did you get to oh, play yeah, it? Yeah, I got to play it. Um I I kind of like the the port of it to the PS4. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to end up buying it again, but definitely worth checking out if you haven't played it before and you're like a consoler and you don't do PC, definitely check it out. Yeah, and in case nobody knows what Guns of Icarus is, it's basically, if you think of airships, uh, steampunk-style airships, Yes, it is a steampunk-style airship battle so you and literally also, are running around on these ships and you're you're a different member of the crew and there's somebody piloting somebody firing somebody repairing or doing all of those things super fun game 
And also, I did some networking. Um, I talked with the guys and told them about, you know, what we do and what we're looking to do. And uh, I'm going to shoot them an email, and they might be, be uh, coming on the show in the future. Hey, well, just like we say to everybody, everybody's welcome. Just bring exactly. a beer. Exactly. Right? Um, next is a cute little game that, that I enjoyed playing with the wife while I was there. Uh, Cosmos Quick Stop. Um, they, they don't have anything online about it really yet other than their Twitter, their uh, Facebook, and they do have a website, but it's, it's just photos and little blurbs. It's not like um, you can watch a video yet. Uh, they're looking to do their launch uh, soon. But it's it's one of those games where you're you're a task manager. You're working at this quick stop as this alien, and like a spaceship will come in, um, and you have to wash the windows. You have to fill it up. You have to top off the oxygen. Uh, you have to make sure the vending machines are full. You have to make sure the bathrooms are clean. Um, so basically what you're saying is that game is a relive of Putz's life at Johnny's Mobile. Yes, yes, very much so. But I was thinking, well, we always play those space games where, okay, you're out there battling. But we never really play those games where, you know, you go into that ship dock to refuel, reload, and everything. You don't get to see their life from their perspective. And there you go. There, there's a game where you can see that perspective. The uh, two folks that were demoing the game, they were great. They are all dressed up in their costumes and everything. I post on Twitter, um, the, the two individuals. Um, I apologize. I can't remember your names right now. Uh, but, yeah, they were great. And it's a great little game. If you're into those kind of simulation games, check it out. It's worthwhile. It's Dude, a lot of fun. The the only thing that went through my head as you described that, do you remember the old Space Quest games? <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Dude, I just had the picture of Roger Wilco mopping the floor of the <laughs> space station. Like, literally, as the ship came in, and he's just sitting there being the janitor, mopping the floor and cleaning shit up while every, every, all this cool stuff's happening around him. And he's just like, well, shit, I gotta clean this shit. All right, I guess I'll do that. Nice. Uh, next, I uh, I checked out um, uh, Depths of um, Sanity. It's a underwater game where you're in this little like submarine. You have weapons, and uh, you basically fight creatures of the sea and work your way through this map and get to the end point. They had a nice little demo. They were giving away some uh, little finger puppets, which no one can see but who is here, but they're really cool. I got a lobster and a whale, um, and they were giving out buttons. It was really nice. Uh, but it was a fun little game. The controls were a little weird. Like, your movement, um, one direction you could fire and one direction you can move. So you had to angle yourself... Uh, in the direction you wanted to move, but you couldn't fire when you're moving. Huh. So it was weird. It was really weird, and 
I mean, sure, it's only a demo, and they did say they had a lot of more stuff they were going to do to the game, but it was still a little fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and after that, I uh, I checked out another game. Um, I, I it, yeah, uh, Signals. Signalis. Yeah, Signalis. Um, sorry. <laughs> Was, Alcohol will do that. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was one of those games where uh, it leaves out a lot and you have to figure it out as you go. Um, it was kind of sus- suspenseful, but... Um, hmm. It was sort of fall... fall uh, no, fuck, uh, was... Flashback, rather. Yeah, it was sort of like Flashback. So, it was a side-scroller? Um, it was a top-down. Okay. But it was sort of like a Flashback, where you wake up in this, uh, this pod, and everyone's dead, and you have to figure out what the hell's going on. So, kind of like a Saturday morning after a GNA podcast. Exactly. Exactly. When you open up your bank account, like what? The f- what the hell? And then all of a sudden, you get like this remember. mass amount of dildos shipped to your door. Yeah, yeah. But that was great. That was a uh, that was a great little game. The game or the um, dildos? The game. Okay. Uh, it was the games by uh, Rose Engine. Never heard of them, but, yeah. but I'm excited. Yes. Um, and that's from, uh, I believe, German company, because it was at the uh, Transatlantic Gaming Summit. They had a lot of European uh, developers along that stretch. It was great. I mean, they're all speaking German, and I can understand them. And when they were speaking English, I apologize, but I still couldn't understand them. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to play your game. If I enjoy it, I'll let you know. Quick side and note. I enjoyed it. This rum does not go good on a 50-50 mix. You definitely got to go more mixer than rum. Just heads right. up on that. Excellent, excellent. Um, after that, I, I went to the uh, night team booth. And they didn't have a playable demo, but they had briefcases with little signs on them with a riddle that you had to figure out. And one of the riddles I figured out. Um, And it was the year of uh, the plague before the Black Plague. So it was the start of that plague and the end of that plague for each side. One side was the beginning, one side was the end. I can't remember the name of the other plague, but yeah. I ended up winning a code for Night Team, which I am sending to Cecil because this game is right up his asshole. <laughs> up his alley. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I roll a lot of things and show things different places. So Hey, hey, I, I, I'm thinking about you, buddy. <laughs> Let me winks. Specifically my asshole, it seems. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the chocolate starfish. It's one of those, but yeah, this is right up his alley. Um, not his asshole. That was me last week. Um, oh, hey, that'll be uh, that'll be you in a few weeks when uh, you come on down. Oh, I know. I'm going to get double teamed. I'm going to be finger cuff man. <laughs> Next is a game that I really enjoyed where I I bought two of the game. One for myself and one to give away um, to a potential uh, listener, follower, subscriber. I want to post that in the, the Twitter uh, probably Sunday or Monday morning. But the game was uh, Earth Night. It was fun. It was one of those games where it's sort of like Sonic, um, where you're running around to collect all this swag instead of rings. And after that, you fight a dragon. It was really cool. Wait a minute. When you say, when you say fight a dragon, it's not like Damox slaying a dragon, is it? Uh, no, no. Oh, whew. When you get, you're actually running along the top side of a snake dragon. That still sounds like Damox slaying a dragon, but go on. All right, then it's, it really it's, does. It's Damox slaying a dragon, but one of the characters kind of looks like me. He's bald with a beard. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to have to play that game. Is it less <laughs> rapey than when I slayed a dragon? Uh, do you use a dagger and stab him in the head? Uh... I mean, I used a dagger, but... That was just the first incision? I I stabbed them in the vagina instead? All right. All right. No, it's, it, it's a lot less rapey. Wait a second. You stabbed him in a vagina. That's no. Fun. No, it, it was... I think it was a her. <laughs> well, We hope dragons, it was a her. Dragons would have a cloaca, so you're probably bumping members. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I did that as well. Um, yeah. This is why drinking is bad, people. You should not drink. Right, right. Yes. Um, after that, I hopped over and played uh, um, Ant Ventor. It, it was a nice little indie game where you played as an ant. Uh, that was different from all the other ants. He didn't like just digging and, you know, doing what he was told. He likes to invent stuff. So he made this little machine to do all of his work for him, to grind up, uh, you know, twigs into dust to, you know, help out the colony and whatnot. They gave him ass cheeks. Yeah, they gave him ass cheeks. And if he picks something up too heavy, he will fart. You know, just like I do. <laughs> when I pick something heavy up, yeah, I fart. I thought that was great. Um, exactly, sounded like that. Um, yeah, for what I played of the game, you had to fix this machine, but you couldn't fix it because it was broke. So you used a chair to prop it up and climb down through the hole that it was wedged in. And then you had to hide from the guards that would probably put you back to work or kill you. Um, yeah, that's about all I got out of it because I couldn't figure out how to bend the spoon back into a straight spoon instead of a, you know, bent spoon. 
to dig around all the piles of dirt that you had to get past. Well, dude, come on, man. You got to go Matrix style on this. There is no speed. Oh, I know. I know. That's what I was thinking the whole time. And I said it to the guy. Uh, he was from, he was French Canadian. He had a very thick French accent. And I was like, but there is no spoon. And he starts laughing. He starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> At least he got the joke. Yeah. Um, Did he laugh in French by any chance? No, no, but I, I, I literally was thinking about Letter Kenny when I was talking to him. I actually when, just dropped off Letter Kenny to Moonfat. <laughs> I don't know why that uh, just made me think of it. Another, another game coming from Montreal, which was really cool. It's a uh, top-down sort of it, like top-down at an angle. I don't know if you consider that a isometric. Sure, sure. Um, it it has uh, an element of like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and um, another game I can't remember the name of that D got me playing with a bunch of like you know Marine or Warriors or whatever. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, this game you're like uh, uh, a rescue team, like Space Marines, and you have this like Final Fantasy Tactics kind of move around, and it's turn-based attacking. Sounds almost like XCOM. Yeah, a little like that too. Um, the original XCOM. But, yeah, the original XCOM. But it's really, really fun. Um, there's, they're in alpha, pre-alpha, actually. And I got to play the pre-alpha, and it was pretty solid. Between music, controls, and battling. And this is another company that I talked to, and they said, hey, send us an email, send us some uh, information. We wouldn't mind coming on the show. So, Yeah. Um, and that is coming from uh, the Proto.com folks uh, at Three Mind Games. Um, yeah, nice. it is great. I mean, I'm definitely going to pick that up once it comes out. Now, I want to actually pause for just a second because you just hit on something that I was thinking about pretty much all week because I was thinking about Soul Sacrifice being released on the Xbox. Yes. And it made me think of their use of music in that game and, and, and really games use of music in general. Just, it can be such a, it can actually become its own character in a game, which is so cool because when you hear some really great music and it's just really apropos to the situation that you're in and it just, it makes everything come together it just makes it all fit together. You get, uh, like, and I think Soul Sacrifice specifically because because it's being released on Xbox here. But they really use music in a light fashion there. They don't really use a lot of it. They they use it in, um, in some really pivotal scenes and really light in the background. And it, 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 it kind of brings it all together. It also makes me think of you guys. Uh, I mean, I'm going to ask this question. I know the answer, but you guys remember Dead Space, right? 
course. Yes. Dead Space was one of those games that really used music in a very sparse fashion. And when they used it, it almost seemed more intense. You know, it wasn't one of those games where all of a sudden fight music starts and you start looking around like, what the fuck is going on? Something's about to attack me. It really used it in a sparse fashion so that it meant something versus a trigger to, hey, something's about to happen. But sorry, man, go on. No problem. I got uh, I got two more to get to that I uh, checked out. But first is uh, Juicy Realm. Um, it is by XD Network. And uh, if you want to check it out, you can find them at Juicy uh, Realm on Twitter, Facebook, at uh, if you want to email them, uh, Juicy Realm at Zidong Shidong X I N Shindong. I don't know. It's Japanese. I'm sorry. I apologize. But Aurora, the girl that was showing off the game, was great at like you know helping out with the controls and whatnot. Was she hot? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I look at your smile. The audience can't see. I was like thinking, is she hot? Got um. Me. But yeah, it was a great game. It was fun. Uh, you you're this character, and you go around and kill fruit that has come alive, like fruit ninja gone wrong. The fruit becomes the ninja. <laughs> Sounds like Cecil's fridge. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Weird Al actually made a song about my fridge. It's called "Living in the Fridge." Yes. Um, but yeah, that's a solid game. Uh, it's coming out, um, on PlayStation, Switch, uh, Steam, Apple, it's, a uh, Google Play, uh, Tap Tap, and whatever the cracked egg is. I don't know what that is. Is it I'm GOG? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's it is, but it's coming out on it. Yeah, it, it's, it's a symbol of a cracked egg. Whatever it is, is coming out on there. So... It, if that's your kind of thing, like, uh, it made me think a lot of uh, Smash TV. Oh, dude, I love Smash TV back in the yeah. day. Yeah, on the NES, that was a great game. Yeah, you Dude, like, arcade, man, I spent so much money on that fucking game. Yes. But last but not least, and this, oh my god, it was the mind blower um, of the whole time there. I went back twice. Um I'm posting a picture of me and the whole and the crew um, either tomorrow or Monday morning um, after I get home and get all the pictures uploaded and whatnot. But Inner Friend. Inner Friend is a psychological thriller horror game. It is one of those games where you turn off every last light and immerse yourself in it. This game involves um, a, a kid who feels abandoned, rejected, and needs your help to uh, get past all that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to describe this game properly because it was just mind-blowing, and the guys want to come on the show. 
So I'm going to work on getting them on the show. Um, and it's coming from Playmind. And they are another Montreal-based uh, development company, which pretty much, for whatever reason, the um, Montreal folks, they have some good stuff coming out of Canada. Some well, really good stuff looking forward to. Man, Canada's uh, got some great people in it, eh? Yeah, yeah, man. They, I mean, they got those Slangels and the, the Colbys and all the other people, eh? Yes, yes, and the Langels and a um, few other folks. But Inner Friend, the Inner Friend was phenomenal. And this is one game I would buy on every damn system that's released out. Yeah. Uh, dangerous there. You're starting um, to sound like me. Yeah. I was blown away. I, I don't know. It has puzzles. Uh, it's one of those games where you can't do anything but slightly interact with uh, certain objects in the world as well as jump and run. That's about it. That's, you know... And the creatures in it are phenomenal. It's, it's like a nightmare. And like, oh my god, I it was my I I don't know it, it was I fuck dude. I wish I could just send this game so you could understand where I'm at. This game was just freaking mind blowing. <laughs> um. Other than that, I, I popped around. I stopped at uh, um, fucking Limited Run Games. Talked to the folks there. I saw that on Twitter. Yep. I uh, I told them about how uh, we had uh, David Mason on. And, uh, you know, for those that uh, haven't listened to that episode or know who David Mason is, he is the sound guy from the game Claire. Which is another uh, psychological horror game, which was really awesome. He's a fantastic dude. Yes. Which, absolutely. if you're curious how Limited Run Games, David Mason, and Claire all work together, Claire was released on a Limited Run Game run, which we actually purchased and gave away on the 100th episode of GNA. Yes. As well as um, when that game was about to drop on Limited Run... I, I stayed on the whole time till it dropped and just pushed and pushed and pushed and tried to help out uh, Hailstorm Games as much as I possibly could. Yeah, they're good people. Um, David Mason's yeah. an awesome guy. Yes, he is. Other than that, I went to uh, uh, Meta um, Shirts. Um, they are a clothing... Uh, company and they'll do custom stuff. I got a savage shirt and got my gamer tag on it. That's awesome. He's uh just in case anybody's not seeing, it's a shirt that says Savage on the front and it says Zyber Blood on the back. So that's yep. pretty friggin' bitchin'. Yeah. The wife uh paid half of it, so that was great. I mean yeah. Oh and inner friend, I got a lovely little yo yo from them. That was awesome. Fun fact about the yo-yo, it started off as a weapon. Yes. Yep. Yes, it did. And how many times I've smacked myself with that, I can I can believe it. Yeah. I mean, there was just so much. It was sensory overload. 
Um, today was worse than yesterday. Today, I, I ended up getting a lot of anxiety, and I, I can't do this anymore. There were a lot of people that I wanted to try and meet, um, but I didn't get to it. Um, I was going to end up uh, trying to meet up with Blonde Nerd and uh, Kinsey, uh, which we've seen on like uh, Metal Jesus or their individual mm-hmm. uh, uh, YouTube sh- uh, shows. Um, yeah, but I, I had to get out of there. I was starting to have a freaking panic attack and feel Dude. like I was... You just described my first experience at a bigger Comic-Con. Like, I went to the Albany Con. I was like, oh, yeah, it's great. Oh. Yeah. Baltimore. Then we went to Baltimore, and I'm literally sitting there going, like, just staring around going, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? One person actually came up to me and says, are you okay? You look lost. And I'm like, I've got a heart on, and I don't know what to do with it. Where do I go? <laughs> and they just went, you probably should leave. And I'm like, no, no, I paid. I'm going to stay. <laughs> yeah man feel bad for me i, I got ptsd going <laughs> yeah dude yeah man it's it's it is sensory overload and the, like the only saving grace i had when i went to the baltimore comic-con is that i had gone to the albany comic-con at least twice so when i went to the baltimore comic-con i was kind of prepared of like all right i know what i got to do i got to go in here all tactical i can't just go up to the first guy that's drawn really nice and be like oh yeah i gotta pay you to make me stuff I gotta shop around. It's like going into the whorehouse and picking up the first chick that you see. No, 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 no. You gotta wait. You gotta see if the next one's good. Well, you always have to do the finger test at a whorehouse. Uh, honestly, uh, same way at the uh, Comic Con. You gotta do the finger test, <coughs> which is a little more awkward. <laughs> you know, it also makes a fantastic weapon. Boomerangs are actually a weapon and a hunting implement. Yeah, yeah, they are. And they hurt. Yeah, they do. It makes me think of Captain Boomerang off a Suicide Squad, and that dude was just useless. No, I mean, like, I, I, uh, one Christmas I got a boom, like a wooden boomerang, uh, as one of my presents. Uh, I guess my parents thought that was a brilliant idea to give me, of all people, a fucking boomerang. So I went outside, and I tried for a while to get this thing to work. I was like, man, I can't get this thing to come back. And I kept trying, I kept trying, and then finally, I did it right. I followed the instructions and everything else. It was coming back. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. I'm going to catch. And then I realized, it's a funky-shaped object, and it's spinning. How the fuck do I catch this thing? So I panicked. I turned around and tried to run. I was like, <laughs> the thing clobbered me in the back of the head. I went up over the stone wall near the uh, Cecil remembers that the big yeah. farm. Yeah. And I just went down to the ground and like kind of laid there for a few minutes while I was like, ow. I was bleeding from the back of the scalp and shit. I'm like, no wonder they use these for hunting. These things hurt. Why would they give me this evil God. implement of doom? Me, a moronic child. That was like uh, I had a, a teenager. Really. I I had multiple butterfly knives throughout my youth because hey, a butterfly knife was cool. You flip it around, whatever. So, flash forward a few years, and I'm at some dude's party, and I'm sitting there and I'm drinking heavily, of course. And as I'm sitting there flipping around this butterfly knife, which I'm so used to flipping around a butterfly knife, it's like a second nature to me. Well, I flip around this butterfly knife, and I'm like, Voop, and I hand it back to the person. 
Well, I'm sitting there for about the next two, three minutes, drinking my beer, shaking hands, doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden I hear, who bled all over my butterfly knife? And I look over and I'm like, who would be such an idiot to friggin' bleed on a butterfly knife? And as I'm pointing at him, I realize that my hand is covered in blood. And I look down and I just raise my hand up. I go, it was me. That was me. I, I bled all over it. And then I start looking around me, and I realize that I'm leaving bloody handprints everywhere. My beer bottle has got this bloody handprint on it. And not like the little, like, streak bloody handprint. I mean a full-on, you can get prints off this shit. There's a bloody handprint on the on the arm of the chair that I'm sitting on. There's a bloody handprint on the back of the person that I just slapped. I mean, there's bloody handprints everywhere. So I look at my finger, and literally, I've turned my index finger into a Pez dispenser. I'm like, shit, I got to go upstairs and wrap this. So I start walking out the door and they're like, you're bleeding all over the place. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm fine. So I raise it up above my head, of course, to keep it above my heart to try to get it to stop bleeding. I go upstairs. I get to my door of my apartment and I go to open the door and the door's locked. And I'm like, shit, I don't have my keys. So I knock on the door and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm bleeding all over the floor, mind you. And I'm waiting. Then my wife opens up the door, and she's like, what? And I just look at her in a very drunk voice, and I go, you may have to take me to the hospital. And I walk over to the sink. I shove my hand under the sink. She's like, what did you do? And I start putting water on it, and I'm like, I got my finger with a butterfly knife. She's like, you asshole. Was the, was the blade around the other way? And I went, of course it wasn't. I checked that first. I didn't check it at all. <laughs> I flipped that thing around like I knew what I was doing. So, of course, I'm sitting there like with my index finger, and every time I bend it, I open up and I see bone, and I'm like, this is probably not a good thing. But then, of course, because I'm so drunk, I'm talking to myself with my own finger. I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm Mr. Finger, and I'm bleeding all over the place. I can tell you this, though, from experience. Seeing the inside of like the muscles work and the tendons is actually pretty cool. It, you know, it is. And when you're drunk, it's really fascinating. Because funny, funny thing is, is uh, you, you remember when I, when I cut my thumb in half from, one, from the inside to the outside? Oh, yeah. I was there for that. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that same thumb, I've got a scar on the other side where I actually cut the knuckle open pretty damn deep. Shocker. <laughs> so I cut it from both sides. So, and that time I was like looking on the inside, seeing all the muscles work. Cause I didn't cut all the way into the bone. Like I did. Well, I cut past the bone in, in the other side. It grazed. It kind of slid over the bone. Did yeah. to give you some idea? I cut from the meaty side and it cut my thumbnail. Now, no, you got, you got to tell them what you did it with though. <laughs> A PlayStation, the heat shielding unit. <laughs> what? I'd leave from the army. <laughs> Mind you, I'm one of the guys with machine gun help protecting this country, and I almost lost a thumb to a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this picture out for government you. Government property. Let no, me lay this picture out for you. He's got this PlayStation, and it's got a mod chip in it. And in our logic, we've got to get this mod chip out and put it into the working PlayStation because the, the laser was all scratched, long story, blah, blah, blah. So we open up the PlayStation, and we're looking around. We can't find this mod chip. We're like, where the fuck is this mod chip? So we only, we, the only place that's left to go is underneath this heat shielding. So us, in our infinite wisdom, we've got to tear this heat shielding off to get to the mod chip. 
So we start tearing this thing off. Now the heat shield. Correction. Cecil starts tearing okay, it off. First. Correction. I start tearing it off. Uh, so the heat shielding is a very very thin piece of sheet metal or stainless steel or whatever the hell it is over top of a certain portion of the motherboard. So we start. I start tearing it off, and I'm I'm taking slow you know time with this. I'm really I'm really being particular because I don't want to slice my thumb off. So we get to the. I'm getting to the point where I get one of the solder joints loosened and off, and I'm 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 working the other solder joint. So D getting impatient because I've been working at this thing for probably 30 minutes at the point in time. He just looks at me and goes, "You got to work the metal, Cecil. You got to work the metal." And he starts bending the metal back and forth with his hand, and he bends it back and forth a few times. And then all of a sudden, he gets frustrated because it's not doing what he wanted it to do, mm-hmm. and he just grabs a hold of it and just and yanks as hard as he can. Well, the heat shielding is still there. And he looks and he goes, huh. Then he looks down at his thumb and he goes, I think I cut my thumb. No, no, first I looked at my thumb, I was like, that's fine. Because <laughs> I didn't see a thing. Well, I didn't see a thing at first. But the thing that you vocalized was, I think I cut my thumb. And then he looks down at his thumb and he starts touching it with his hand, with his other hand. And he goes, oh, I think that's deep. And then he starts spreading the wound open. And he goes, oh, that is deep. And then he proceeds to spread the, the wound open even more and goes, oh, man, that is deep. Because I, I saw my bone and my thumbnail through the wrong side, and I went, holy shit, that is deep. Well, upon that time, his heart starts kicking in, and it starts letting his thumb know that, well, there should be blood going to that specific part. Specifically the artery in the thumb. <laughs> So I want you to imagine just somebody sticking their thumb out like they're hitchhiking and a spray of blood coming out with every heartbeat and just squirting all over the place. Which is how you know, by the way, you've hit an artery. (laughs) So he grabs a hold of his thumb like he's like he's about to do the the pooping hand signal and he runs downstairs to his mom and he runs up to his mom and he goes, mom, mom, mom. And she just trying to go to sleep because she was in bed goes go go to your father and he goes but mom she goes go to your father so he i'm I'm following him by the way so he runs down to the basement where his father was getting horribly drunk which we probably should have been at the time (laughs) and uh he would have at least given us an excuse so he runs down to his dad and goes dad 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 and she just goes go to your mother and she goes but she said and he goes go to your mother so he runs back upstairs grand in mind still holding his thumb like he's doing the pooping motion he runs up to his mom and goes mom 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 and she goes i thought i told you to talk to your dad and she he goes but mom and he goes but what and he takes his th- hand off of his thumb and he starts squirting blood right over his head like a porn cum shot it's just it's it's disgusting and horrible and hilarious white at the same time in the living room <laughs> so he's spraying all over the place and she immediately jumps into action rushes him to the bathroom so they're washing the thumb so now while they're in the bathroom it, it, you know he's washing his thumb out getting cleaned out dumping peroxide on it and <laughs> His dad finally comes up from downstairs being horribly drunk and looks at him, just kind of like scopes out and kind of works in and, you know, pretends that he's helping. <laughs> and his mom comes out of the bathroom and starts beating the shit out of me. And I, li- I, I literally mean beating the shit out of me, closed fist, <laughs> smacking me around the head, punching, punching me. 
and she's beating the shit out of me. And the only thing that I can recall hearing as she's doing that is, he's only been home a couple of hours and you almost got him killed. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, it wasn't me, I swear. And of course, it, do they take me to the hospital to get this sewn together? Nope. Dad looks at me and goes, we can glue that. <laughs> so sure enough, we fucking super glued that bitch but, and taped it shut. <laughs> but also, this is what, uh, two, two and a half years after you blew your hands up? Oh, no, it was right. longer after that. No longer, because oh, I was okay. in the Army. I was already in the Army. Yeah, it, it was about five or six years. I think about five years after I blew my hands off. They grew back. He got better. I got better. I'm not dead yet. All right. Well, on that, dude, gr great report on PAX. I was actually super interested to hear about what you had going on. Yeah, now, I got I got a ton more post uh, pictures to post up on uh, our uh, Twitter and our Facebook. I'm going to translate them over to there. But it was a blast. Absolute blast. Well, I look forward to seeing those, and I hope the community looks forward to seeing those too, because it's uh, it's rare that we get to go, and hopefully next year we all get to go together. Absolutely. Maybe we can plan it out. But something we do have going on a little bit later on at the end of May is we are going to be hooking up, and actually Zyber is going to be coming down here yep. to Virginia. We're actually dragging his ass down here. We're going to go over. i got a timeshare out in some weird valley somewhere, but uh, besides that... We're gonna be getting a keg. We're gonna be drinking a shit ton of mon or a shit ton of booze. There's probably gonna be a little tips. sword fighting, like Dave Ox showing. <laughs> yeah, touching tips, man. Mexican standoff. If it's below First thirty-two, it's loses. not gay. Right. Just can't make eye contact. Exactly. Um, but the cool part is, is one thing I was uh, I was reading through today, which I wanted to tell you guys about, was you guys know about escape rooms, right? Yes, they had one at uh, Pax. Oh, did you do it? I didn't get a chance. The line was too big. Motherfucker. Dude, have you done an escape room before? Never. Nope. You <laughs> will be when you come down here. And D, right. if you can convince, if I can convince you to drag your ass down here, you're along for the ride. But uh, the place that I go, which I don't want to say is the best I've been to, but it's my favorite that I've gone to because of their variety, uh, Raven Chase dropping names dropping names raven chase is doing a thing with one of the other escape rooms in the area and they're opening up what's called warehouse 29 mm. and it's like a two-hour escape room that involves virtual reality and a whole bunch of other stuff just like a normal escape room but it also incorporates virtual reality to incorporate edgar Allan poe into the mix mm. so it's really, really cool. Normal escape rooms are about an hour. I think this one goes for about two hours, and they open up May 1st. So you're supposed to be down coming to the end of May. So as long as I know when you're coming down, I think you're coming down that Wednesday before we head over. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving after work. Yeah, I'm going to be booking that escape room for you and I, and we're going to be going to check that shit out because I've taken those days off, those two days afterwards. Right. So you and I, we're going to get fucked up. And right. We're going to go I'm do some escape rooms. There, uh... I'll arrive midnight-ish Thursday, and I'll be there until Sunday. Perfect. So I'll take a uh, Cialis probably Wednesday around 10 o'clock, so it's kicked in right around when you show up. And a party. pump a lot of, uh, you know, tiger's blood. I have a whole case of tiger's blood. 
Yep, he's Damox got it right up there, dude. I have a I'm whole twenty four rack. Dude, I'm serious. You remember that night, that twenty four hour stream that you did where you're pumping down yeah. like twelve yeah. of those fucking things for no reason whatsoever? Well, one of those goddamn wild tigers equals everything you drank that night. Uh so I'm gonna vomit. Guaranteed. Right. Oh, if you do not puke when you come down here, I will feel that it's a failed trip. Okay. Just, I'm throwing that out there. Okay, I don't like puking, so I don't strive to puke. No, no, you, you're not going to strive to puke. It's just going to happen naturally. We're going to play some army drinking games. Nah, yeah, you're going to puke. Up the river, down the river, up. man. Edward Forty oh, no, no, no. No, Edward Forty Hands across the oh. board is fantastic. Except we're playing Edward Forty Hands with like forty percent alcohol, and not you know eight percent shitty Miller Light, Miller High Life. Just just so you know, Zyber, you're gonna have to become very good friends with somebody there because you won't be able to take a piss without them. I'll hold your dick for you, okay. boo. Okay. Then I'm guaranteed to piss in my own face. <laughs> Hate it when that happens. <laughs> we'll record it. Don't worry. Myself. You like that, don't you, bitch? You like that, don't you? I can't stop. I can't stop. It feels so good. What's my name? Ah, oh, Kelly. <laughs> I almost just spit rum all over my monitor again, and I just got this thing cleaned and not sticky. God just damn it! Bought that, that uh, camera not too long ago. Well, thankfully, I've been smart this time, and I've angled the camera way the fuck far away, so <laughs> I can't actually spit on it unless I am purposely trying to spit on that camera. I learned from the hundredth episode. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we actually had a topic for tonight other than packs, but uh, <laughs> we kind of went way the fuck over so uh so i i guess we'll use that for uh the show after because the next show that we do is going to be a cards against humanity show so anybody who's uh who's listening now pay attention because next week we are going to be doing a cards against humanity it's probably going to be an extra long episode because i've never seemed to play a game of cards against humanity that has been two and a half hours long so we're going to skip past this one. We're probably going to rock it right into the next episode. So in two weeks' episode, we will talk about... What the hell do we have to talk about? Oh, the game trend of combat uh, focus. Uh, games trending towards non-combat-related skills versus combat. But we will kick right into that next, way, way next episode. So a couple weeks now. But let's check. I don't even know if we had any questions from the community because I uh, I didn't check. But uh, I don't think we do. No, I think we're good there. I think we're good without questions. Um, did I miss anything, guys? I feel like I missed something. Um, not that I'm aware of. Good. I'm really drunky right now because I'm three quarters of the way through this bottle of rum. And it's really, really going down smooth. It's going down scary smooth. So, without further ado, 
you know, I got to look up the origins of without further ado, because I'm sure it's some interesting story. Anywho, Daymok, where can people find you at, man? Um, getting drunk in the DNA podcast. Up and also the Discord. Podcast, Discord. I get drunk enough. It doesn't matter. You'll find me all over the goddamn internet. Even Pornhub. Yeah, very much so. Uh, we're not going to discuss that. Zapper Blood, where can people find you at, man? You can find me palling around on the GNA Twitter, the GNA Facebook, the GNA Discord. You can also find me on my uh, Zyber Game uh, Instagram and Twitter, as well as Facebook. Um, if you want to you know, play a few uh, games with me, just search out Zyber Blood. 10 to 1 is going to be me. If not, it's going to be some 8-year-old douchebag kid who won't surrender the name. Yeah, that's typical. D, where can people find you at, man? They can find me at uh, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S dot com on website or on YouTube. They can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and of course on the GNA podcast. Very nice. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Twitter at Cecil versus Games or Facebook, Ustream, Mixer, Twitch, Facebook pretty much anywhere else, even fucking MySpace, which I just found my old account and logged into it. You can find me there at Cecil Xavier, spelled exactly how it sounds. So, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. So if you enjoyed the show, help other people enjoy the show too by uh, by giving us a rate or review. You can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, uh, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, wherever the hell else you want to find us. If we're you listen to someplace and we're not there, let us know. We'll try to get there too. Uh, except for Spotify, they're dicks about it, and uh, yeah, I'm still fighting that battle. You can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or join our Discord chat. See that pin tweet. We're on Facebook as well. Uh, don't forget to uh, just search at GNA Podcast, and you'll find us. Uh, We've started playing and hosting guests on our stream feeds, www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA podcast, and our mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We've partnered with Humble Bundle. You know what? Uh, hey, Damoc, tell us about Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, GNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a slight twist. You choose what part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. It's very fucking important. Donate to goddamn charity. If not, you answer to me, and it's going to be very bad for you. You give it all to charity if you want, which you fucking should give 90% to charity, and then the rest to Damoc. Damoc.net, hook up my bitches. Or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark. Partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your humble bundle link before you buy to let them know that we sent you that way. So far last month, we have raised $37.08 for charity through the partnership with Humble Bundle. I want to see that number over 100 next time I come on this goddamn podcast or I'm going to climb through this goddamn radio speaker, microphone, where the fuck this thing is, and I'm coming for you. 
Thank, thank you, Damoc. Don't worry about it. We are a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Check out, check out our good friends Proxy Fox on Yadu Gaming and Brian and Susan Langell on Three Player Co-op. We want to thank Morgan Bullshit or sorry Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. Actually, send all of your death threats over to Damoc. He wants to hear them first. We'd love to hear from you anyways. Last but not least, check out our website, gnapodcast.com. We're always trying to strive to make it better. Uh, we are, of course, a non-for-profit thing going on. We don't actually make money. Everything that we make goes directly into buying things for like our GNA Game Show Night, which we're doing this coming Saturday, if you're listening. So join us, and you have an opportunity to win some uh, win some free games. All well, I say sponsored. All through Humble Bundle, we actually get all of our codes through Humble Bundle, and then we give out those codes on our game show night. So everybody, thank you as always for joining me tonight. I had a great great time. I got really really drunky tonight. Almost threw a whole bottle of rum. I feel really great. Stay frosty, my bitches. Yeah, you got pretty drunk because you wrote last but not last, but you said last. Who writes this shit? You also uh, didn't write Brian. You wrote brain. I, uh, you, you know what? That, that's what happens when I drink a whole lot of rum, and uh, then I start talking like Maya Quimby, and we have to worry about people saying chow da. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did my. Uh, Quimby-ish, uh, when some guy called me a fucking asshole crossing the road, I go, well, fuck you, you fucking douchebag. Well, it's uh, really hard to say fuck you, you fucking douchebag in the Mayor Quimby voice, but uh, I will allow it. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. Good night, brother. Yup. Cecil, you were so drunk that I ended up in a cop car.